On this episode of Reliterated, there's a unicorn being taken from our land in 16th century Flanders, and it's up to us to rescue it. Harold narrates, and Andy and Josh make the tough choices as we all power through our upper respiratory maladies and travel to far-off Scotland, where some greedy Scottish lord is amassing a unicorn horde, and if we're not careful, we may also wind up in his menagerie. It's Choose Your Own Adventure, Rescue of the Unicorn on Reliterated, the podcast has shotgunned a bottle of Dayquil just to be here today. Welcome to Reliterated, the lowbrow book club of grown-ass adults reading the children's books popular in the 1990s but with 2020s hindsight. Fair warning, we use language too mature for kids, analysis too immature for literary scholars, and ignorance too profound to be inoffensive to anyone, everyone, I don't know. We're in a, we're pretty offensive. I'm offended, just at that mistake I just made. I'm offended as well. Ugh. Way to go, Andy. I'm also offended that this book isn't from the 1990s, like... <laughs> but it is a continuation of a book from the 1990s, so... True. Today we're doing a choose-your-own-adventure. We're doing the sequel to The Magic of the Unicorn, entitled Rescue of the Unicorn, by Deborah Lerm Goodman, who wrote the first one, and it was apparently written, or published, last year. I mean, that's great that she decided to continue it just in time for Realliterated to do a sequel edition, because we happened to pick her book the first time. Right. Matter of fact, when did we record the first one? When did we release that? Uh, I don't remember. It was... Jeez, was that our second... That was our second chapter. Yeah. Yeah, that was the second chapter, so it was still pretty early. Hmm. Now I'm looking it up. <laughs> no, I'm, it was our second chapter, for sure. Because uh, uh, Josh did the first Choose Your Own Adventure with Secret of mm-hmm. the Ninja, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then I did I did Rescue the Unicorn. Uh, June 8th. <laughs> June 8th of last year. So, wow, the, next, the very next month we did Magic of the Unicorn, almost like we were inspired by this brand new sequel coming out. I'm telling you, it was, it was always meant to be. I mean, to think that she wrote this book 20, 30 years after the first one was <laughs> written, and, and <laughs> right? it just so happens to be when Reliterate it's gonna be doing a sequel. Yeah. Well, I'm that's you. that's <laughs> kind of a theme this month be, because that's same thing happened with uh, Far Side of the Mountain. That was written super far after the original. So. Yep. It's true. Yep. All these authors writing sequels just so we can cover them on the show. Yeah, absolutely, because they knew they were like, you know what, these they are the knew. books that they're gonna want to go after. Well, anyways, welcome to our fifth choose your own adventure story. Rescue of the Unicorn. Harold's going to be covering this one. Yes. Um, and if you're, if you're liking what you're hearing, uh, we ask that you uh, give us some reviews and ratings. Uh, we're really pushing Spotify right now. They just opened up a star rating system. You can give us a rating and we'll be happy. Give us some stars. <laughs> if you've listened this far into the episode, you have listened long enough to be able to give a five star rating. Yeah, you're, um, you're a patient person also. Yeah, it, it, I feel off my game. Start. I am. Uh, I'm dealing with some post-COVID symptoms right now. You probably. I will try to edit out as much coughing as I can. I swear I'm not contagious. You're not going to get COVID in your ears. I promise you that. Uh, but yeah, I'm do- dealing with some post-COVID coughing and little fatigue. Maybe a little ba- brain fog. Brain fog. Frog. Froggy frog. Foggy. Bain, brain frog again. Yeah. Brain frog. Bane frog. <laughs> Bane frog. I am just mosquitoes reckoning. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. I mean, brain fog, it's kind of difficult to say anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. a little bit unfair. What, what do you got? Brain frog. Brain frog. <laughs> oh, he's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, with this book tonight, I will be doing most of the reading, so... All of your talking will really just have to be in deciding and witty comments if they should appear. If. That's a big if. Big if. I'll be leaning on you heavily, Josh. You I gotta know. bring the wit. I know. <laughs> it's my time to shine once again. Even though, I mean, I have I have boosteritis, but it's not bad today. Like, the headache's gone. Boosteritis? Oh, yeah, from the booster shot. I got my booster on Friday, so... Yeah, was wasn't it pretty bad yesterday? Yesterday I had a I had a migraine which turned into a dull headache, uh, and then I had some body aches, and then today the headache's gone, the body aches are gone. It's just 
that weird fatigue feeling. Ooh. But it's fine. It's it's worth it. So <laughs> Yep. Everybody get your boosters. Yes. It's important. Get your shots. You don't want to wind up like me with the brain frogs. <laughs> So are we done discussing COVID symptoms <laughs> right now? Actually, let me okay. tell you. No. Yeah. Go. All right. We're going to get started with Rescue of the Unicorn by our friend Deborah Lerm Goodman. So uh, it comes with the standard warning and then uh, that all these choices are, are yours to make and see what happens. Um, You have left your small village behind for a new things. In the crowded port of Bruges, many chances for a new life await. But when you stand before the ships, you see a caged unicorn. You know that's not right. Is the unicorn headed for a new life as well? You and you alone are capable of following this magical beast and saving its life. So, we get to find the unicorn right away. Wait, you're in Bruges? We're in Bruges. Have you seen that movie? I have. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. <laughs> it's really good. If no one's it's got seen... Daniel Craig in it, doesn't it? No, I don't think he has Daniel Craig. I could be thinking of a different movie. I, I think don't he know has, what movie um... you're thinking of. Oh, what's that Irish guy? I'm trying to think his name. <laughs> it's the Brain Frogs. It's getting to me too. <laughs> no one will tell me what movie this is. In Bruges? In Bruges? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. I don't think of his name. We should bing it. You knew your ride to Bruges wouldn't be luxurious, <laughs> but it's not even comfortable. Each bump along the way jostles your spine. You are nestled between sacks of potatoes and carrots in a horse-drawn wagon headed for the city market. As you ride, you clutch your unicorn embroidered handkerchief. You think of your best friend, Wheats, all about to sail off for adventure and opportunity. Meanwhile, Wheats. you'll be... Wheats. W-I-E-T-S. I went with wheats. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, you'll be left behind in Flanders. At least you'll, you can say goodbye and see him before he sails. When you finally reach Bruges, all you can do is gaze at the towering belfry. It's twice as tall as... Twice as tall as... Oh, I'm sorry. I had to change, move my glasses. <laughs> it's twice as tall as any tree. Turning your head in any another direction, you see the most enormous church you've ever seen. Not only that, there are hundreds of people, some of them speaking languages you can't understand. This place is so exciting that part of you feels like never going back home to your small village and tiny farm. Turn to the next page. It's market day and you'd like to browse. Instead, you make your way to the docks where bo- where boats for- of all sizes line the waterfront. I guess I got brain frogs too. <laughs> Bags, barrels, and boxes are being loaded into- onto the boats. You stop to watch some men struggle to load heavy rolls of woolen cloth. Suddenly, off to the right, you notice a crowd. You wander over and squeeze through the people to find an iron-barred cage. There seems to be a small white horse inside. You reach your hand through the bars to touch its flank. The animal turns its head towards you. You gasp with astonishment. It's not a horse. It's a unicorn. Now, in 1510, it's been several years since anyone from your life in Flanders has seen a unicorn, and many people have started to wonder if any remain. Yet here is one, woefully caged, about to be carried onto a boat and away from Flanders. The unicorn slowly lowers its head toward you, and its sky-blue eyes meet your own. So apparently we're not we're not the same person as had the unicorn for a pet after uh, purifying the, uh, the well in the, the village of Flanders? Context clues are saying no. <laughs> <laughs> you shiver as a silvery tear fills the unicorn's eye and rolls down its cheek. Your heart is pounding. Turn to page four. What year did you say it is? 1510. 1510. How dare anyone cage a unicorn? How dare they take it away from its home, you say out loud. Watch out, you, yells a burly man with a team behind him. Four men lift the cage and hoist it onto the onto a ship. Of course, this isn't the first time you've seen a unicorn. It's been three years, but not only have you rescued an injured unicorn, you've even led a unicorn to your village to purify the well. With all Ooh. the unicorn adventures you've had, you feel a deep responsibility to rescue the unicorn. But what about Wheats? Wheats. Wyatt's <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for you by the boat that will carry him off to sea. You really need to say goodbye to him. So you are the same person. Ooh. If you decide to sneak aboard the ship, go on to the next page. If you turn away sadly and try to find Wheats, turn to page eight. We gotta save this unicorn, yo. So we gotta get on the ship. But I mean, there's only one Wheats, too. You're acting like because there's only one unicorn. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be interjecting. I don't care about Wheats. <laughs> care about this unicorn can't, can't even pronounce his name yeah wyatt. screw that guy wyatt. next page what it's apparently wyatt's wyatt's okay <laughs> and it's also colin farrell that was who was in bruges <laughs> okay, oh yeah okay, i thought you colin may have been farrell. talking about ralph fiennes 
No. <laughs> All right. So if we decide to sneak aboard the ship, we go to the next page. If we turn away sadly and try to find Wyatt's, turn to page eight. Sneak aboard. Get on that ship. Of course. Okay. Yeah. You see a line of carts filled with cargo to be loaded. You slowly stroll past until you spot a sack that's not completely full. When no one is looking, you scramble into the sack and find yourself surrounded by onions. Good thing you're small. Before you know it, the sack is hoisted on board. Careful with those onions. They're not rocks, you hear, and the sack is placed, not dropped, onto the deck. The onions feel scratchy against your face, and you inhale bits of dust with every breath. You don't dare wriggle, a, wriggle around to find a more comfortable position because a moving sack of onions would certainly catch people's attention. Someone drags you below deck and you feel the rocking of the waves. You've, you've never been on a boat before. It's frustrating not to see anything as you feel the boat begin to move forward. Turn to the next page. After what feels like months, but is probably only hours, you hear snores. As quietly as you can, you wriggle out of the sack. The hold of the ship is almost as dark as the inside of your sack. Inside of the sack. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark in there. It's the same. It's, yeah, it's, it's probably dark in there. Same, yeah. Yeah. You have to use your hands to feel your way past crates and barrels to reach the soft and silvery, silvery light. She likes silvery. Your Ooh. hand touches an iron bar and you find the unicorn sleeping in its cage. The unicorn seems to glow like the moon. Go on to the next page. Reaching your hand into the cage, you gently stroke the unicorn's silvery mane. It sighs and flutters open its eyes. I'll rescue you, you whisper, even though you have no idea how. The unicorn turns its eyes to meet yours and sighs again. You slowly slide your hand up the unicorn's horn and the horn seems to glow more brightly with your touch. You are determined to save this unicorn. You feel around the cage to find the door. Your hand touches the latch, but there's a large padlock on the cage door. Rescue is going to be more difficult than you expected. Don't worry, I'll find the key before we reach land. You promised the unicorn you reach through you promised the unicorn. Blah! <laughs> you reach through the bars, put your arm around the unicorn's neck, curl up beside the cage. You feel so content that you can't help drifting into sleep. Your dreams are full of unicorns. You are abruptly awakened when a sailor shakes your shoulder and asks, What are you doing here? I'm starting to feel like this kid has been on, like, had an acid trip, and then the acid trip wore off, but he's having flashbacks. <laughs> it's, it's that onion dust, man. That onion dust. <clears throat> <clears throat> the silvery onion dust. The silvery onion dust. It's making him see things. <laughs> mm, take a drink every time Deborah Lerm Goodman says silvery. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm here to rescue the unicorn, you reply. The sailor laughs, slapping his sides as if this is the funniest thing he's heard this week. You are, are you? You feel a bit embarrassed now, but take a deep breath. Yes, a unicorn shouldn't be in a cage, and the unicorn shouldn't be taken from Flanders. He laughs again. You know, this unicorn is going to have a very happy life in Scotland. You know perfectly well that there are hardly any unicorns in Flanders anymore, but in Scotland, people say they are as common as cats. If they are as common as cats, you ask, why do they need our unicorn? That's a good question. Well, now, don't you think a Flemish unicorn is bound to be the best? You hadn't considered that. Seriously, from what I've been told, this unicorn is going to be to a great lord with a unicorn collection. It will be with others of its kind. It must have been very lonely by itself in Flanders, don't you think? That's another thing you hadn't considered. This sailor is very good as far as, like, manipulation tactics. <laughs> right. Like, I, I'm surprised at his people skills. Also, I like that they're going to Scotland, because that is the national animal of Scotland. <laughs> ah! yeah, you okay. should try giving him a Scottish accent. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah I, haven't been doing, I haven't been doing voices. <laughs> shit. <laughs> we haven't really met very many people yet. There's, like, a right, gruff right, guard, right. and, yeah. You spend the rest of the voyage contemplating the situation and learning a bit of Scottish from some of the sailors. What you want to do? I don't know. I don't, I don't have a very good Scottish accent, you guys. <laughs> Turn your keep, you mop the deck, clean the living quarters. You spend every free moment at the side of the unicorn. In fact, that's where you, that's where you sleep. One day, when you are cleaning the captain's quarters, you notice a beautifully inlaid box about the size of a loaf of bread. It looks like something a rich woman might keep jewelry in, but there's been no fancy dress on this voyage. You can't resist a peek. Inside, there is nothing but a silver key. <laughs> Almost nothing is locked on the ship, not even the door to the captain's own room. You quickly pocket the key. Go on to the next page. You should have did a Shrek impression, because that is a Scottish <laughs> accent. Oof, man, I don't even sort know if of. you can do. Donkey! <laughs> don't you think a Flemish unicorn is better than a Scots? 
<laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> They're very right, understanding about a stowaway being on board, by the way. <laughs> right, they, oh, yeah. I can't think they kind of had to be back then. I think it was kind of like, well, I guess you work here now, motherfucker. Well, yeah, this is <laughs> right. the time period yeah. where they would uh, drug people in bars, take them out to sea, and, yep, they're just, <laughs> you're now you're now a sailor. You work here long. now. That's, the, yeah. that's where the term Shanghai came from, so. <laughs> okay. That night, you slip the key into the lock on the unicorn's cage. With the slightest jiggle, the padlock slides open. You secure the lock again and return the key to your pocket. This could be useful. Don't worry, you whisper to the unicorn. We're staying together no matter what. As the ship approaches Edinburgh, 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 Edinburgh. E- even without the O-U? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Don't okay. ask us, it's Scottish. <laughs> okay, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. <laughs> you have to make a decision. It's true that the unicorn really might be happier with other unicorns, but on the other hand, it's a Flemish unicorn and belongs in <laughs> Flanders. Who knows if it will enjoy being with a herd of Scottish unicorns. If you decide to stay with the unicorn as it is brought to the castle, turn to page 33. If you decide to rescue the unicorn now and try to take it back to Flanders, turn to page 38. <sighs> are we going to rush the, uh, the rescue? I don't want to rush the rescue. Also, what if this, you know, what if this unicorn is lonely? What if, he's, what if it sees like this... Like a sexy unicorn that it wants to hook up with. True. Yeah. On the other hand, what if Flanders has another severe drought and they're they're, they're unicornless? Yeah, they don't they don't have a unicorn to cut the penis off of to the <laughs> well to get water. This is exactly what they did. That's why the, that's why they haven't seen a unicorn for a while, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can purify the water. Just cut my dick off and throw it in the well. I'm gonna bleed to death. <laughs> uh, he was very understanding about that too. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Um, I don't want to rush the. I don't want to rush. Going to the, the castle. Yeah, let's don't go to rush the, the flush. Let's go to the castle. Okay. When the boat reaches Edinburgh, you disembark, waving goodbye to the crew. You watch the caged unicorn as it is carried off the boat and lifted onto a horse-drawn wagon. The unicorn looks skittish, and you feel uneasy yourself, not knowing what will happen. The wagon starts moving, and you walk behind. Luckily, the wagon is going slowly, so it's possible for you to keep up. But after a few hours, you are exhausted. Luckily, they also don't notice that the key is missing. Okay, so on page the next page is, By the time the wagon reaches a castle, you are weak with hunger and your feet are aching. Turn to page 36. The arrival of the unicorn has caused so much excitement that no one pays any attention to you. You watch the unicorn being released from the cage and you follow it to a large fenced paddock. You rub your eyes in astonishment. There are at least ten unicorns prancing around. Their coats are almost radiant and their horns are glowing. The Flemish unicorn is led into the paddock. You can see that it is in much worse health than these Scottish unicorns, but the sight of the other unicorns causes it to perk up. You lean against the fence, watching the Flemish unicorn eat and drink it until it is full. Then the unicorn comes over to you, and you stroke its mane consolingly. You feel so connected to this unicorn that you know you can't leave it. The unicorns here seem to be taken care of very well, but unicorns are very independent creatures, and even in this comfortable life, you can tell they are prisoners. Your unicorn gives you another nervous look. Maybe you should watch and see more about what life here is like for the unicorns, or maybe you should free the Flemish unicorn right away. If you want to stay on with these unicorns, turn to page 39. If you want to help the Flemish unicorn escape, turn to page 41. I think we're going to try to go for an ending where we have to rescue all the unicorns. Yeah, plus, this unicorn is sick, so what the f- what the hell? Like, <laughs> I'm going to free this unicorn even though it's sickly and it might die. No, let's. Yeah, let's it's in no it condition to escape first. just yet. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Use use your enemy to heal your, yeah. your ally. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I get it. The, okay. pr- the prince prefers that they be uh, healed before they're broken. <laughs> that works out perfectly then. The stable master notices you caressing the blue-eyed unicorn and says something to you, but you can't understand it. He hands you a brush and gestures towards the unicorn tangled mane. When the mane is clean and shining, you start brushing the unicorn's flanks. You braid its tail. By the time you are done, the unicorn looks a lot better, but still not as lustrous as the Scottish unicorns. The voyage has certainly was certainly hard on the poor unicorn. 
When the stable master comes to inspect your work, he nods his head with approval and motions for you to follow him. In the stable, he shows you to a corner piled with hay. He hands you a blanket, a cup, and a bowl. It seems you have a job. And, wow, a shit bed. (laughs) Turn to the next page. Every day you groom the Flemish unicorn first, and every day it seems healthier than the day before. Its blue eyes shine and its coat becomes more radiant. You take care of the other unicorns too, and before long it's easy for you to tell them apart. One has pale gray freckles on its nose, another has silver streaks on its mane. Most of them have sparkling black eyes, but one is green-eyed. There's an especially frisky little one, and another one with an unusually pearly horn. You don't know this, but all the workers at the castle start to call you Little Unicorn because they don't know your name. You spend so much time with the unicorns that sometimes you feel like you've become one yourself. It's the best job you could have ever imagined. The end. What? <sighs> wow. So we just end the end the story employed and yay, that's it. Wow. That was lame. <laughs> so lame. Well, um, It I gave mean, us clear- multiple opportunities to rescue this fucking unicorn. That's true. <laughs> you, could, you could either go against... The social norms that were taking place and possibly be taken by authorities, or you could submit to capitalism and have a bed of hay with a blanket to take care of unicorns all day for free. And we thought we were fighting the system by hanging around it longer. They were. They convinced you that the more you worked, the more likely you were to win against the system. Ah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like something, doesn't it? <laughs> wow. Deborah Lerm Goodman is a genius. She is a genius. She actually, I did not think that we would come to a bad ending like that, but we did. Damn you, feudalism. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a smile crossed his face. He loved Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which is literally how 1984 ends. <laughs> the main character fall, like gets taken by in by Big Brother. Yep, and he's, he's like now part of the system. Sorry to spoil 1984 for everybody, but the system is comfortable. <laughs> the system is comfortable, at least for more people than not. <laughs> you get to be around fucking unicorns all, all the time, right? So, how far back do we want to go, boys? Do we want to go back to the ship, or do we want to go back to the choice? I miss, to wa- help? I miss Wyatt's. <laughs> you miss Wyatt's? You want to go all the way back to Wyatt's? <laughs> Sure. Let's, We're let's not even back. a half hour into the recording. Let's go back to Wyatt's, okay. and you got to give him a voice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yep. Wyatt's will get a voice. <laughs> if you turn away sadly and try to find Wyatt's, turn to page eight. This is probably going to be an end <laughs> It takes a while, but you finally find your friend. Wyatt's impatiently... Wyatt waiting impatiently several ships away. I was worried about you, he exclaimed. <laughs> My ship is almost ready to sail, and I was I would be so sad not to say goodbye. <laughs> Sorry to keep you waiting, but I just saw a unicorn being carried onto his ship. A unicorn? I didn't think there were any left. The bell clings loudly from the bow of the ship. Better board ship right now, sailor calls as he rushes past. I don't know. <laughs> I made this for you. I made this for you, said Wyatt's, <laughs> thrusting the unicorn embroidered handkerchief into the, into his hand. Oh, my God, that was you saying it to Wyatt's. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a throat thing right now, so I was dreading voices. <laughs> and I have only a few of them, so <laughs> before he can respond... Another passing sailor yanks Wyatt's by the shoulder, saying, Let's go! (laughs) You watch him drag your best friend onto the boat. Suddenly, you are fighting back tears, wondering if you'll ever see Wyatt's again. And that reminds you, the unicorn. You might still be able to rescue the unicorn. You race back to where you saw the unicorn, but there is no cage in the sight. You finally notice one ship is flying a unicorn flag, which seems like a good omen. As you stand staring at the ship with the unicorn flag, a smartly dressed captain walks up to you. Oh, my God. Okay. Smartly dressed captain. Looking for a job? We have, we're about to leave and our cook hasn't shown up. <laughs> he points to the next boat over. The captain reaches into his pocket and takes out a small drawstring bag. He plucks out three silver coins and holds up one. You see it is embossed with a unicorn head. Three silver coins would be your pay to the vo- for the voyage to Edinburgh. <laughs> but what about the ship with the unicorn flag? If you choose to go with the captain on his ship, Turn to page 11. If you choose to sneak on board the ship with a unicorn flag, turn to page 14. Now, we know that we need to go to Edinburgh Mm -hmm. because we've been to the future. Right. However, I feel leery about being separated from the ship with the unicorn on it. 
Yeah, I, I say we follow that flag. Yeah, is this Wyatt's captain's with us right now? Wyatt's isn't with us. He's on his own ship. He took off. Yeah, he's, he's oh, gone. So we were gone. destined to do this without Wyatt's. We lost Wyatt's yes, immediately. Immediately. Fucking Wyatt's. <laughs> I miss his <laughs> manic energy already. Right. Uh, he was a minor distraction. That was it. <laughs> uh, so much for the best friend. Uh, let's go page 14, the first option where we try to get back to the unicorn ship. Okay. When no one is looking, you scurry aboard the ship with the unicorn flag and make your way down to the hold, the very bottom where cargo is stored. There's no one there, and it's very dark, so it's easy so it's easy to hide. Unfortunately, it's so jammed with barrels and crates that it's not easy to breathe. In the darkness, it's impossible to know how much time passes, but you sense it might be night when you no longer hear footsteps coming from the deck above. You are dying for some fresh air and eager to get a glimpse of the sea. As quietly as you can, you make your way up to the cargo deck and to the main deck where you can finally breathe. The sea air is cool and invigorating. The moon is almost full, so you can see pretty easily. You'd like to get a better look at the water around you, but the sides of the deck are high. You scramble up to stand unsteadily on the edge of the boat and gaze down at the inky waves. Suddenly, a bell clings loudly, startling you. Your body jerks, and you slip overboard. Go to the next page. (laughs) You splash around (laughs) frantically, trying not to swallow water. If only you had learned how to swim. Despite your best efforts, you keep inhaling water, choking and coughing, so you can't even shout for help. Your arm hits something, and you realize it is a piece of wood floating on the surface. You grab it desperately, gasping for air. You are too exhausted to do anything but catch your breath and hold on with as much strength as you can muster. You find yourself drifting away from the boat. You float for hours, dazed and cold. You are surrounded by water and sky and nothing else, until suddenly, what is that? A shark fin coming towards you. No, no. (laughs) That's my nightmare. Far off on the horizon, there seems to be a boat. It is so far away that you're not even sure it is a boat. Is it worth struggling towards something that may not even be a boat? Or should you conserve your strength and wait for a better opportunity to appear? If you start kicking toward what might be a boat, turn to the next page. If you think you'd better save your strength for a more definite form of rescue, turn to page 19. We I have mean, to, we have to take this opportunity. You gotta take the. You gotta take the. When would it? You don't know if that that better opportunity is gonna come. You gotta go for I, it. You gotta go for it. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Let's go for it. All right. <laughs> With every bit raining bit of strength, you clutch the plank and kick toward the distant shape. Waves crash into your face and your eyes sting from the salt, but energy surges through your legs. That boat is your last hope. Gradually, you approach the boat. When you are about 50 feet away, you see a smaller boat being lowered into the water. They're coming to your rescue. Three sailors lift you onto the smaller boat and wrap a blanket around you. You can't stop shivering. You climb a rope ladder up to the deck of the larger ship, where sailors gather around you. To your astonishment, someone calls your name. You look over to see Wyatt's pushing his way through the Holy the fuck! Hug. Yeah, Wyatt's! What happened to you? It's <laughs> Wyatt's. Your teeth are chattering hard, too hard for you to answer. A freckle-faced sailor gives you a mug of hot water, and Wyatt's leads you below deck to a hammock. Go to the next page. I thought we were done for. <laughs> yeah. But we fell off the fucking boat. I thought it was a shark that you were swimming towards. <laughs> You climb into the hammock and realize you are utterly exhausted. You plunge into sleep to the strange roll of the ship. Wyatt stays by your side. His face is the first thing you see the next morning. Wyatt, you say, I want us to stay together, but I really need to find that unicorn. That sounds like a great adventure to me, he replies. That's not let's how he sounds. Let's talk to the crew for ideas. Oh, God, that sounds like a great <laughs> idea to me, he replies. Let's talk to the crew for ideas. You explain your quest to the first mate, Keys. He was the man who gave you hot water. Keys thinks about it for a moment. Then he says, I don't know what about to ask an exact unicorn. I can't do that. No, I can't do it. I can't fucking do those. Here, um, uh, think of like anime. Just go for anime. an anime voice. I'm, I'm, I'll try to help you with your voice selections. <laughs> I don't know about exact about that exact unicorn, but I do know about our ship. Our ship is heading to the far north where the sea is full of unicorns. I don't know why I'm having trouble with voices, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. You got this. The sea is full of unicorns? You can't believe what you were hearing. You weren't even sure unicorns could swim. Absolutely, he assures you. I've seen them myself. On the other hand, when we reach Edinburgh, he sounds like a Southern American something. Each of them do. <laughs> On the other hand, when we reach Edinburgh, 
you might want to get off. He fishes the silver coin out of his pocket to show you the unicorn head on it. If Scottish money has unicorns on it, I think they must be as common as cats. <laughs> if you and Wyatt decide to stay on board to see the unicorns of the sea, turn to page 52. If you decide to get off in Edinburgh, turn to page 56. We're not getting off in Edinburgh. We've been to Edinburgh. We know what happens in Edinburgh. Capitalism. Ooh. Well, we can make different choices this time in Edinburgh. Yeah, no. I don't want to go. You don't want to go back to Edinburgh. You want to see these unicorns I want to see these, these magical unicorns. There might be trolls. Trolls eat unicorns. Or there might be narwhals. Ooh, narwhals. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we're going to go see the uh, the unicorns of the sea. Yeah, sea unicorns. After a short stop in Scotland, the ship heads north toward Norway. The weather gets colder and you don't see land for days. One day, Keyes shouts, Unicorns! Come see the unicorns! You and Wyatt's rush over to look into the water. Turn to page 54. You see horns, sure enough, but they aren't unicorn horns. For one thing, they are dark, and the animal the horn protrudes from definitely isn't a unicorn. It's more like a giant seal. You've never seen a whale, but you've heard about them, and it occurs to you that this could be a whale. Those aren't unicorns, you tell Keys, and Wyatt nods his head in agreement. Sure they are, says Keys. Look at the horns! It takes more than a horn to make a unicorn, Keys, you insist. Unicorns are like small horses, and these are like big fish. You're about to continue when Keys grabs your shoulder and turns you around. There you see the most gigantic creature emerging from the waves. Turn to page 89. The big sea creature is bigger than your cottage, bigger than your cottage plus Wyatt's and three other others put together. It's a glossy black mass, and you see, and then you see its eye. Soon, water is sprouting from its head, drenching the three of you, but you can't stop laughing. That, says Keys, that, says Keys, is a whale. You watch and wonder as the whale dives under the, and comes back up alongside the ship. It's not a unicorn, but it's certainly amazing. You and Wyatt's look at each other, and at that moment, you know you are never going back to your village. There's a wide world out there, full of creatures you never imagined you'd ever see, and you want to see all of it. You and Wyatt's get work on the ships, traveling up and down the North Sea. <laughs> you stop in Scotland many times, as well as Amsterdam, and many other places. Ooh, you never Amsterdam. See a real unicorn. I know why. <laughs> you never see a real unicorn again, but your travels bring endless fascination. You love your life of adventure. You got another job. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that at the end? That's an end. Yeah, capitalism. <clears throat> so Deborah Lerm Goodman really wants you to go get a job. Yep. <laughs> go get jobs. Come on, folks. See go the go world. Get a, get, a, get a job. See the she, world. She, she had to write a story in which you have to get a job. <laughs> she had to tell this. This is really taking the magic out of unicorns. Really, we haven't, we haven't really rescued any unicorns yet. I mean, we should have gone back to Edinburgh. Right at this point, right now, I mean, the unicorns are safe in Edinburgh. You, presumably, they're better off than getting hunted down. But sure, yeah, they're not getting their horns cut off by sorcerers or whatever. Yeah, so I mean, there's that. But still, <laughs> we wanted to rescue a unicorn. I guess let's go to where we can rescue a unicorn. Okay, I'm going back to, let's see here. But this will be the last backtrack. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go back to shit. I didn't hold my... You know, there's another story out there called Rescue of the Unicorn, and it's a Barbie tale. Really? Barbie rescues a unicorn, and I bet she doesn't get a job. <laughs> <laughs> Barbie has already has a ten thousand jobs. So Barbie, rescue of the unicorn. Yeah, it's one of her jobs as unicorn rescuer. Okay, so decide to sneak aboard the ship. Go to the next page. And I can't believe we ran into fucking Wyatt's so, again. That was this is yeah. turned sadly away from Wyatt. We're back at Wyatt's again because it seems to be about twenty minutes to get through to a, to an end. So we decided to go after the. Uh, the unicorn sneak aboard the ship. You see a line of carts filled with cargo to be loaded. You slowly st st stroll past until you spot a sack that's not completely full. When no one is looking, you get into the the onions. This is when we got into the onions with a scratchy face. Okay, so Kay. that's the next page. Next page twenty one. Okay, okay. So here's the first one when you have the key. When you're on the ship in the water, that was if you wanted to rescue it now or wait till you got to Edinburgh. Where do we want to go from there? So yeah, let's rescue it. Right now on the ship? Because you do get a chance to rescue it again when you're in Edinburgh. I want to remind you. You're right also now, in, the you're in the middle of the, of the ocean. Ocean, yeah. And yeah. it's a unicorn, not a pegasus. So it, you can't like yeah, fly it right, off. It's not a pegasus. 
Okay, let's go to 33. <laughs> let's go all the way to Edinburgh. Okay. Back to Edinburgh. Edinburgh. <laughs> so many people in Scotland are mad at you right now. <laughs> okay, so we're going to page 41 because we're at the point where we were we were going to get a job, and now we're gonna, instead we're going to steal this unicorn. That's where we wanted to make our different choice. Get some iron brew. Okay. <laughs> He's a Flemish so, unicorn. He deserves to be in Flem. Yep, we noticed that the unicorn was doing better now that it was there, but we had decided not to remove it because it, we were letting our enemy heal it. But now we're, this time we're taking the other option. Yep, we're fucking we're gonna, duck it out with our sick unicorn. It. Bob's your uncle, rescue this unicorn. Yoink. Yep. You know you'll have to wait until night to try to free the Flemish unicorns, so you go to the stable and hide yourself in a pile of hay. Trying to ignore the gnawing pangs of hunger in your stomach, you do your best to nap. After several hours, you hear the unicorns being let in. You fall back asleep to the sound of 12 unicorns breathing. The next sound that awakens you is a stable master snoring. You hadn't guessed he would be sleep he would sleep in the stable too. Will it be possible to get the unicorn out without waking him or should you wait until he leaves even though you won't have the cover of darkness? Do you want to rescue the unicorn now or do you want to wait till daytime? Uh, let's rescue when it. When the unicorns are outside. Uh, let's rescue it now. No. Let's not be like right uh, a snake. Yeah. <laughs> and wait till daytime. He glows. It's, the unicorn glows. We we're uh, we're good. Okay. We need light. Why can't we? Why can't we snap its, his neck? I've been doing a lot of that in Far Cry. <laughs> snap the the uh, just go up behind the neck. guard and snap, snap his, his neck. neck. <laughs> Done. You decide you must take your chances right now to rescue the unicorn. As quietly as you can, you push your way out of the pile of hay and unlatch the nearest stall. It's too dark to check the eye color of the unicorns, but you know the Scottish ones are all in much better shape. You quietly enter each stall until you find the one unicorn with a rougher coat and matted mane. The unicorn is sleeping, something else you hadn't counted on. So first, you have to gently wake it up. You stroke its mane and whisper in its ear, Get up, get up, you're going to be free. The unicorn slowly blinks, its eyes open, snorts, and closes them again. Turn to the next page. Unicorn, it's me, you whisper. The unicorn seems to recognize your voice. It opens its eyes and lifts its head. Come on, let's go. You guide the unicorn past the other stalls and hold your breath as you pass the sleeping stable master. The stable door is bolted shut. As you slide it open, it squeaks. The stable master immediately sits up, looks around, and sees you. Before you can even get the door open, he's grabbed you and is furiously shouting. You end up in the castle dungeon. Stealing a unicorn, especially a blue-eyed one imported from Flanders, is a very serious crime. You never see a unicorn again. In fact, you never see daylight again. See, he should have broke his neck. No, this no, is... no, no. <laughs> he, he tried to, you're trying to free this unicorn from the corporate entity that owns this unicorn. Yeah, break you know, his neck. Yeah, the state. <laughs> but that would have been illegal too. And then as, the... as soon as that happened, I thought, well, then throw a throwing knife at him. That'll take him out real quick too. <laughs> but again, I've been playing a lot of Far Cry. <laughs> And also, we are a child in the story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Wow, we're bad at this. Maybe, yeah, because we're a child, that's why all these choices are so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That It's it's because the character in the story is a child, not that we're adults making the choices. <laughs> wow, this is kind of a bleak, modern, soul-crushing <laughs> take on... Like the ma- magic of uh, like ideals of like freedom and magic and uh, what should be, what ought to be versus how the world actually works. And that if you want to even have something close to uh, what's your ideal, you got to get a job <laughs> doing it. I don't know. See, I really want to know what happens when you try to rescue the unicorn on the goddamn boat. Because what the fuck are you going to do? You're on a boat. <laughs> uh, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll find that out. You know what? I agree. Because I also agree with Andy. It is bleak in a way. You know, we're we're taking it as bleak because... We know how soul-crushing seeing... it is to have a job. Well, it's not yeah. just that it's soul-crushing to have a job. Yes, not just that it's soul-crushing to have a job. Because uh, clearly, to me, we should we all need to work, right? That isn't crazy. Right. But <laughs> the fact that we all need to work, yet we aren't all benefiting enough. You know, and like they're saying basically like, hey man, look at it. Now you get to brush and pet unicorns all day and they're letting you sleep in the barn on a on a pile of hay. 
Like they're not you're throwing winning. you in the dungeon forever. <laughs> yeah, you're winning here. You're winning. And you know, yeah, you tried to take your unicorn from your village back, but you're the bad guy for doing that now. You know, I mean that's it's like it's strange. It and strange. and not the people who took the unicorn. Yeah, not, not the, the people guys. who took the bad yeah, yeah. You're the one <laughs> that's who gets just screwed commerce. Here. Right. <laughs> well, because the, of the economy. Yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if it's your unicorn or their unicorn because they have all the powers, so they can just go, it's our unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how they acquired that unicorn. Was it a sale? Did they tr- did they barter for it or did they just straight up go to That unicorn f- is that unicorn Flanders is in a cage. So no matter whales what and, yeah, capture it. Yeah. Yeah, so no matter what that that unicorn was captured because it was in a cage. So, all right. So we're we're going to rescue the unicorn now. <laughs> this actually works out. The boat docks. While the sailors are busy tying the ship and getting ready to unload it, you unlock the cage, jump on the unicorn's back, and gallop down the ramp. You hear outraged shouts behind you, but you don't even look. You nudge the unicorn's flanks with your heels and hold on onto its mane as you race out of town into the countryside. You know people will be looking for you, and it's only a matter of time before they will catch up to you. Not only that, the unicorn is panting. You can see that being locked in a cage during the voyage has taken a toll on its health. You spot a barn up ahead, and you think about hiding in there for a while. On the other hand, maybe you should go off the road, get off the road, and go into the forest. If you want to go into the barn and hide, go to 42. If you head into the forest, go to 44. I say we go into the forest. It's a natural creature. It'll be fine out in the forest. I agree. Okay. You lead the unicorn off the road into the forest. There's no path, so you wander without direction. It's getting dark, and you start feeling anxious. You need a protected place to sleep, and you're worried about the unicorn's health. Just then, you come upon a strange creature lying on the ground. It's something, somewhat like a man, but larger, and has only one eye in the center of its forehead. Protruding from his chest is one hairy arm. He has one, only one leg. His one eye blinks, and he smiles at you warmly. He waves you over. No thanks. Turn to page 46. One eye, should, one arm, one leg. You should see this guy. You should see this thing. <laughs> You feel, you feel really sorry for this creature and wonder how he even moves. Has he been enchanted by a terrible spell? You know how unicorn horns can purify many things, and it seems very possible that the touch of the unicorn horn might release this poor creature from a horrible fate. Yet, what if this giant is more dangerous than he looks? If you decide to see if the touch of the unicorn horn can restore his humanity, turn to page 65. If you think it is safer to leave this creature behind, turn to page 67. He seems really friendly and nice. He's like waving and stuff. So I say let's try to help him. Right. And I guess it's good for you guys. See, because I have a picture of it and I wouldn't help this thing. <laughs> you wouldn't help it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. With a heart full of compassion, you guide the unicorn's head so it, its horn can touch the one-eyed giant. You can feel the horn is shaking and its eyes bulge with panic. The tip of the unicorn horn barely grazes the one-eyed monster's head before the unicorn flings its head back. Nothing happens except the unicorn is stepping away. The giant crawls toward you and now you know you've got to get away. You fucked up. You quickly lead the unicorn away from the one-eyed giant. The two of you hurry through the forest for a while before the trees dwindle and you are back in the open air. The sun is just rising and even though you are tired, you admire the rosy light of the vast sky. The earth around you is a lush green, but the ground is boggy and water oozes around your feet. Uh, turn to the next page. The sun is halfway up the sky when suddenly the unicorn's ears twitch and it pauses. Then the unicorn starts galloping forward. You have no idea what's happening, but you have to run to catch up. Then you see it in the distance, a herd of about a dozen unicorns grazing in a meadow. The unicorn races to them, and you dismount. The unicorns caress their heads together against each other, and you can swear the unicorn is smiling. Its horn is starting to glow. The unicorns all ignore you. You have never seen the Flemish unicorn this happy. As much as you want to bring the unicorn back to Flanders, you can tell that it is delighted to be with the others. Maybe it belongs here with the Scottish unicorns, not alone in Flanders. You wave goodbye to the unicorn, but it doesn't even notice. You're heading back to the harbor so you can find a way back to Flanders, where you, after all, do belong. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) So, it's technically rescued. At least it doesn't... We don't have a job this time. It's free. It's free, but you are starting back where you where you began. You have to go back home to mom and dad because you don't have a job. Mm-hmm. And there's no unicorn for yeah. 
for protection against drought. Yep. And and <laughs> now you've lost the unicorn that yeah saves your village and there's no more left. It's a bittersweet ending. It is. God, are any of these endings good? Fuck. Not not two, three grown-ass men they are. <laughs> <laughs> There's just I'm no sure, pleasing us, I suppose. I'm sure to a child it wouldn't they wouldn't be seeing all these uh dastardly <laughs> plots <laughs> among the you know, I like even Deborah Lerner Goodman, she's she's not coming from I don't think she's coming from a place of like being like, you fucking lazy bums, go get a job. But like it just it is it is the the constant tale, like, you know. You got to go work for someone, and man, if they give you a bet, even if it's a bet of hay, then you owe them. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. that thought process. <laughs> that's the one that bothers me the most. I don't know if you noticed it. <laughs> it's was the, the satisfaction yeah. with the bet of hay. For for me, it was the, the whole, like, oh, well, you're doing something you love, and if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. That's bullshit that is right. bullshit <laughs> it's still work too that's only true if you're like a fucking actor or you have somehow started a virus known as like a major multinational corporation and it's just making money and you're like haha i love being the ceo of this corporation so fuck yeah you do but <laughs> why wouldn't you love it of <laughs> i don't work a day in my life no i know i noticed <laughs> so yeah, that's the rescue of the unicorn. Nice. We reached how many different endings? Three, four? Four. four. We kind of just went off on it because, I mean, all, honestly, we all have some kind of respiratory something going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> but we still brought it to you guys because we love you. And we Ooh. knew that you would want the sequel to Magic of the Unicorn. Oh, I still feel so unfulfilled. It is unfulfilling. Oh, I'm angry about this. You know what? We should put our heads together and actually write a book, and we'll call it War of the Unicorn. Ooh. And we'll make a choose-your-own-adventure called War of the Unicorn, (laughs) and it'll be us raising an army of peasants to go to Edinburgh and bring back (laughs) our girl (laughs) or boy, whichever, whichever it is. Yeah, I'll write. I'll, I'll help you write that right after I'm done with uh, the other books <laughs> that, that I wrote, that I d- said that I'd write that I haven't even thought about until now. I got my computer out the other day and I wrote a few pages and I told myself I got to write a few pages every day. Gonna try this. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are both writing books that we'll one day cover on the show. Absolutely, I will. I would want to cover it. I'm actually working. I want it to be a uh, a children's book or like this type of book, not a, a choose, choose your own adventure. adventure. Not a choose your own oh. adventure. No, no, I'm not like trying to get fantasy into that. type. No, thing. just like a, a like just a book, a, the type of books we've been reading. All these books, children's books, gotcha. or not children's books, but you know, yep. adolescents, young, young, adult. Yep. young yeah. adult type. Yes. All right. Well, that was still fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still enjoyed that story. Yeah, I was just. Yeah, disappointed in it. Angry about things. It's okay. I wasn't was all. I get, again, I think there's a lot of uh, upper respiratory energy going on with all three of us. Yeah, that, that tr- that's so also please. a thing. It's just that time of year, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Especially this year in particular. At least it's like 65 outside of my house. Ooh. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. You reached zero last night over here. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> but I'm not there anymore. <laughs> Well, cool, boys. Yeah, well, we'll be glad to have you guys back, listeners, uh, when we when we come back next week for our fifth talk show, our fifth uh, reliterated, reiterated. Yeah. We'll be wrapping up this, uh, this sequel chapter that we've been doing and going back over the stories we covered and we'll have we'll have a special guest friend of the show uh official hype girl of the podcast janelle yeah absolutely yeah she'll be back super excited since i've been saying that she should have been on for a reiterated since you guys did bionic bats mm-hmm. i agree <laughs> and he's like well you motherfucker mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh we love janelle it's it's Oh, Janelle's great. great. I like Janelle. (laughs) (laughs) She's very active on the Discord. (laughs) Speaking of Discord, we have a Discord for anybody who wants to uh, find the Discord link. We'll probably post it on our our social media and uh, join us in some Discord chat action. We're always 
you know, doing just doing tossing Discord stuff shit. out there. Yeah, doing just Discord just random, random as yep. with threads of text. As with every piece of it, it's all growing. Yep, and it's not even about books, really. <laughs> yeah, yep, nope. In fact, just a whole bunch a... of off-topic banter. Yep. <laughs> Fun stuff. Yep, so interact with us on, on Discord. We'll uh, leave a link on our on our social media. That'll be on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. We're on all those places. We're everywhere you can find us. And remember to, uh, if you've made it this far and have continued to listen to us wheeze our way to an ending, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, remember to uh, hit Spotify. Just uh, throw the five stars up. All we need to hit is a fairly low number. It's only 30 that needs to be hit, but it's a brand new system that they got. So, and it'll start showing up for us. Mm-hmm. What shows up after 30? Uh, once they get, th- just once the, uh, they get 30, the rating shows up. Uh, the average rating the, shows up as. Uh, okay. Yes. So for instead of people seeing see. something. Yeah. Instead of pe- people seeing some, uh, an unrated show, they'll see a rating. Yeah. So. This, this show has received a 4.8, whatever from. Yep. At least 30 people. Yep. At least 30 people. So. Well, hopefully. So, yeah. Thank you very much. Stars, please. Five stars. <laughs> so yeah and then come back next week for reiterated reiterated number five yeah and until then try to stay healthy out there everybody <laughs> give a shit read some lit thanks for listening thanks everybody I actually do need some water right now, but I'm not wanting to ask for it this whole time. (laughs) (coughs) Wow. Oh, man. (laughs) No, we were coming to points of voices, and I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah, I just can't keep this up. (laughs) I can't do a voice, goddammit. This has been Reliterated, a production of the Chocolate Milk Friends and part of the 989 Podcast Network. If you enjoy our show, please consider giving us support by subscribing, recommending us to your book-reading, podcast-listening, 90s nostalgic friends, and most importantly, rating and reviewing us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible Podcasts, and Spotify. Did I mention we really want some Spotify ratings right now? Your ratings and reviews go a long way towards getting us in the ears of new listeners. You're also invited to join the growing, reliterated community on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And if you really want to get nuts, we have a Discord, too. So bing us and join us in this nonsense. If you have a book suggestion for a future episode or have questions for us, send us an email at reliterated at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.